Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews Podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am well, although it's been a bit of a day. Honestly, why did these things happen to me? So I'm having a few dog walking issues at the moment. Sorry if dogs aren't your thing. Technical details here. But basically, she won't walk. There is nothing wrong with her. It's just she wants to go one way and I need to go the other. So she sits there and won't move to the point where she can get her harness off by just sitting there and staring at me as if I'm trying to do the worst thing ever. So she's been doing this more and more frequently. Um, We go on this dog walk. She wants to go one way. I'm saying, no, we need to go this other way because there is a the refuse lorry. The bin men are coming up and we need to get out of their way. So I eventually cajole her enough to go to go round the corner. And we're on this road. Um, and then she stops again. And as she stops, I can see the lorry coming round. Uh, and I just think, oh, no, this is awful. Here I am standing, talking to this dog, willing it to actually move. And the dog is just sitting there. I am not moving. Um, to the point where she it's like she's saying, stranger danger, who is this person? So the next thing that happens is that the bin lorry slows down and stops. And two of the bin men get out and say to me, is this your dog? We think you've stolen it. And they were being serious. So, oh my goodness. In the end, I was showing them photos of the dog and that she is uh, very much a member of our family. Um, I mean, brilliant. 10, 10 out of 10 to them for being sort of aware and on the ball because there's lots of dog snatching going on, which is just awful. But... Oh, my goodness, why it had to happen to me. And uh, now she just sat there. Stranger danger, who is this person? So one of the men says, oh, don't worry. Uh, you just need to get the dog to to be obedient, to do what you need to. He goes in the cabin of the lorry, comes out with a dog treat, holds it out to my dog. Oh, yes, yes, my dog suddenly recognises him as her nearest and dearest and uh, goes to him, eats the treat and then does exactly what he tells her to. So that was just so embarrassing. I mean, honestly, anyway, never mind. Um, But forget that. We've got some brilliant, brilliant things to do. So book boxes on the lovely Facebook group. Um, You have been talking about what sort of things you want me to cover over the next few weeks. And one of the items was about book boxes. And could I interview someone um, who produces book boxes and find out more about it? So don't say I don't deliver because here I am a delivering. So this is like, this is book box week. Um, I've got seven books to talk to you about as well, but we have a book box. So what's going to happen today is I'm going to open 
one of the book boxes. Um, so we have a bit of fun with that. Then I'll review the books and then I'm going to interview Louise who produces these, these book boxes. So it's going to be quite an episode. But let me just mention which books I'm going to be reviewing so you know what, what lies ahead. Um, so we've got a book called Just Like the Other Girls by Claire Douglas. Um, which I really enjoyed. We've got Bloodlines by Angela Marsons, which is part of the series. Um, we've got The Silent Daughter by Emma Christie, just out. Uh, we've got Goodbye Perfect by Sarah Barnard. Uh, it's a YA, been out a while, but really enjoyable one. We've got Underland by Robert McFarlane. That's just come out. Beautiful, non-fiction, thoughtful book. Um, the Switch by Beth O'Leary that I actually listened to on audiobook. It's the follow-up to The Flat Share. Uh, it was a, a bit of light-hearted fun. And finally, uh, When the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshi Kazu Kawaguchi. Um, so we've got quite a bit to cover. So first, let's unbox a book box. Oh my goodness, this is very exciting. So I've got a book box to open right now and it's a, a My Chronicle book box. Now this is the second one I've had. Um, when I got the first Chronicle book box, I just loved it so much. I got in touch with Louise who runs it and says, these boxes are amazing. I think we need to tell everyone. So Louise is coming on a little bit later to talk all things book boxes. But first of all, I've got a book box to open. So this is very exciting. So it's a lovely blue box. Um, and as I say, my Chronicle book box. And I'm going to open it for you now. I don't know what's inside. Uh, you open it and there's this beautiful blue tissue paper sort of sealed with a little sticker. So I'm going to open that. Sorry for the sound effect. Here we go. Can you hear? Very exciting. Ooh, um, very, very good. Can't wait for this. So this is actually uh, the July box. That's right. Now, I remember. So um, the latest box wasn't going to be available in time for me to interview Louise and talk about book boxes. So I've got the July one, which I haven't had and I don't know anything about it. Oh, wow. Now let's go through it. Here we are. So it's all about Louise Candlish. Now, as my loyal listeners will know, we do like Louise Candlish. So we've got an exclusive interview um, with Louise. So there's five different questions that she's been asked and answered, which is wonderful. Um, we've got a super picture of a, of a house. 221B. Oh, there we go. And a lovely, lovely... Um, picture it's like a postcard I don't know like a giant postcard that I could send oh my goodness oh you're not going to believe what's coming this a bamboo travel mug in the same matching colors now this may sound strange but I don't have one of these I have a metal one um that I put my tea and coffee in but every time all it tastes of not the lovely coffee but the dishwasher and I really dislike that and I've been meaning to get one and these bamboo ones I've seen them in different places I saw them at the hay festival oh gosh is it is it 18 months ago now? 16 months ago at the Hay Festival? Different places anyway. And they always look lovely. And this is beautiful. It's got birds on in sort of green and blues and a lovely blue top. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy using that. So that's very exciting to get with this. And then um, you've got the padding and you've got these lovely sort of wriggly paper worms as well. And then you've got the book. And the book is wrapped up in this gorgeous blue tissue paper as well. 
absolutely wonderful um and the string as well so i open the string i'm guessing it's a louise candlish book but there we go and i'm going to open it up can you hear this it's very exciting i love this paper and the way it's all done and yes the book is the other passenger um by louise candlish and it's signed by the author as well. So when I open it up, it's there. I mean, this is a beautiful copy of it. It's signed as well. So let's just go through what we've got. We've got this. So it's a first edition of the book, which is wonderful. We've got the cup, the travel cup. You've got the um, sort of, I don't know if this one is like a giant bookmark. Um, I think that's what I'm saying it is. There are some notes here as well. So let's see. Yes, I was right. It's a supersized bookmark, which is wonderful. And a beautiful Sherlock Holmes art print. So uh, yes, it says, in celebration of London, our capital city and its greatest detective, I've included the beautiful Sherlock Holmes art print and supersized bookmark for you. No trip to London by a crime fiction fan would be complete without a visit to the iconic 221B Baker Street. Um, and it tells us who, who's designed them because it's gorgeous artwork, absolutely wonderful. Um, and so that's July's box. I've had August. I don't want to give any spoilers because it may be possible still to order a copy of August. We'll have to, you have to go onto the website and Louise will talk you through everything later on. So have no fear. Um, but these are just wonderful. And what I like, uh, what I really like about these boxes is that the books are ones that I know I will enjoy. Um, and that's what's so great because sometimes some of the, the things I get in book boxes I love but the book itself is probably a bit too high fantasy for me. So it's great now to have discovered Louise and her book boxes um, that have something that I think will appeal um, certainly to, to me, to to probably those listening to the podcast. And you get these wonderful bits as well. It's just fantastic. So we need to speak to Louise. But first of all, we're going to review some books and then we'll talk to Louise. So we've got seven brilliant books to talk to you about. But actually, before I do that, have you got a pen and paper handy? Um, if you're driving the car, do not get a pen and paper uh, so that they're handy. Please don't. Carry on safely. Um, but it's just that I do have a code for the book box that we're going to be talking to you about. Um, and that will get you 10% off your first box order, uh, whichever month it is. Um, and the code is QUICK10. So just bear that in mind. I'll repeat it again after I talk to Louise so you have that information. Um, but if you like the idea of the My uh, Chronicle book box and you're interested in doing an order, then you can get 10% off your first box which is pretty good and that's the code quick 10 anyway right back to books let me go through the different books that I'm going to be talking to you about today there are quite a few so we've got Angela Marson's Bloodlines uh, we've got The Silent Daughter by Emma Christie uh, Goodbye Perfect Sarah Barnard uh, Just Like the Other Girls Claire Douglas uh, we've got The Switch by Beth O'Leary before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi and Underland by Robert McFarlane. Quite an array of different books, hopefully something for everyone. But let's just get started because, wow. Now, Angela Marsons, I've loved her books. Uh, she writes really good ones about a strong female lead, Detective Kim Stone. 
Um, they're normally easy to read, quite hard hitting. Uh, Kim Stone's got a good team bit sort of behind her that she works with. Um, she's a bit of a quirky character. She's got a history as well. Um, there's some good sort of crimes to solve that normally keep you on your toes. It is a series. Uh, yeah, with any series you could start, uh, perhaps you should start at the beginning. But I would say with these, you don't have to. Um, if you've got a copy of one of them that's not the start, read it, see what you think, if it's up your street or not. So uh, I don't think it's essential with this one. Um, so the blurb for this one, Bloodlines, is this. How do you catch a killer who leaves no trace? A victim killed with a single precise stab to the heart appears at first glance to be a robbery gone wrong. But for Detective Kim Stone, something doesn't add up. When a drug addict is found murdered with an identical wound, Kim knows instinctively that she is dealing with the same killer. But with nothing to link the two victims, this could be her most difficult case yet. Desperate to catch the twisted individual, Kim's focus is shaken by the reappearance of Dr Alex Thorne, the sociopath she put behind bars, who brings Kim face to face with the woman responsible for the death of Kim's twin brother, her own mother. As the body count increases, Kim and her team unravel a web of dark secrets. But one of their own could be in mortal danger and Kim might not be strong enough to save them. So that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Now, this book is ooh, 390 pages long. Uh, it's published by Sphere. Um, and I enjoyed it. It's got the usual twists and turns. It pulls you in straight away. I didn't enjoy it as much as some of the others in the series, um, but that could well have just been me. Um, I did enjoy the sort of continuation of the story um, and all that Kim Stone, the, de the main detective, stands for. Um, and so, yeah, it's got the twists and turns that you would expect. It's got a good story. It's one that you would certainly pick up and read. Um, is it a 10 out of 10? No, but is it a... a, a Good read. Yes, it absolutely is. So that's Angela Marson's Bloodlines. Now, the next one is called The Silent Daughter by Emma Christie. I don't know if you've heard of this one, um, but let me get you the blurb to read about that. How well do you know the ones you love? When news reporter Chris Morrison's wife Maria ends up in a coma after a serious fall running, the first thing he does is try to assemble the family at her bedside. But his daughter Ruth doesn't respond, despite repeated calls and emails. This isn't unusual. Ruth is frequently gone for months at a time working abroad, only communicating via social media. But when he thinks about it, when was the last time anyone actually spoke to her? As questions are raised about the circumstances surrounding Maria's fall, Chris starts to question everything he knows. Why is his son Mikey acting so suspiciously? And why won't Ruth answer his increasingly desperate calls? As he begins to unravel her digital footprint, he realises how easy it is to fake a life. Could Ruth be missing? Or worse? And who is to blame for Maria's accident? As Chris pieces together the recent movements of his family, one thing becomes clear. Maria, Mikey and Ruth have all been lying. How many secrets can one family keep? And will Chris be prepared for the final reveal? 
Well, there you go. Um, it's described as a unique, twisty debut thriller, and I certainly found it interesting. Um, I liked the sort of the premise of the blurb. It hooked me into it. Um, it's a very interesting picture on the front. You've got just this face. Uh, the silent daughter is in yellow lettering, and then you've got this eye uh, of, of the face sort of magnified, and you're wondering what that eye has seen and the, the secrets. Um, and so, yes, I thought that was very interesting. And uh, clearly it's getting a lot of attention, which is good. So that's The Silent Daughter by Emma Christie. Um, now, let me just fold this piece of paper because that's getting in my way. Honestly, I could edit that out, but I just think it adds a bit of background for you. Um, so the next book, this is different. I did enjoy this book. This is called Goodbye Perfect by Sarah Barnard. Um, I picked this one up at the Hay Festival all that time ago in 2019 when the world was a different place and you could sit close to someone and not have to spray them in antibacterial spray um and it's a ya book and this actually won the uh, ya book prize for that year so i thought oh i really need to to read this so i picked it up put it on the shelves and hadn't read it and it was only recently that I thought oh I want to read some different books actually ones that have been sitting on the shelves and in fact some of you listening had said oh we're finding it hard to get some of the new books from bookshops or libraries can you talk about some older books as well so I thought this would be a good one um, as I say it's YA um, but it's one that I really enjoyed I sort of uh, I inhaled it I read it very quickly um, I was consumed by the story. I thought it was good, but it's different. Let's, let me read you the, the blurb about it. Um, Eden McKinley knows she can't count on much in this world, but she can depend on Bonnie, her solid, loyal, straight-A best friend. So it's a complete shock when, five days before the start of their GCSEs, Bonnie runs away with a guy Eden knows nothing about, and it's the last person she would ever have expected. As the days pass and her world begins to unravel, Eden is forced to question everything she thought she knew about her best friend and herself. Uh, it's 300 pages long, um, published by Pan Macmillan. Yes, it's YA, but I don't think it's very old. It's not, um, it's not as full on as some of the other YA books. It's quite a young voice, I think. Um, obviously going through GCSE, so I, I don't mean young, young, but just there's... Um, there's an innocence about some of the writing. I thought it was a really just a, an enjoyable story to, to be in somebody's head facing these issues where they question their friendships and what's the right thing to do for a friend. Does it, what, what does being a friend mean? Whose side should you be on? What should you do? Um, I thought it was completely believable and immersive and it just drew me in um, and uh, yeah it's a mark of a good book I thought right I'm going to I'm going to be reading some more of her books because uh, this lady can certainly write so that was goodbye perfect and it says on the cover best friends don't tell um, and then on the back it says when I was wild you were steady now you are wild what am I? I just thought it was really interesting. Uh, fairly quick read, but really good. Really stays with you. So that's a that's a great one. Um, now, the next one is this is quite interesting. Um, so this is by Claire Douglas and it's called Just Like the Other Girls. 
I love this book. Una Richardson is devastated after the death of her mother. Hoping for a fresh start, she responds to an advertisement and steps into the rich, comfort comforting world of elderly Mrs Elspeth Mackenzie. But Elspeth's home is not as safe as it seems. Catherine, her cold and bitter daughter, resents Una's presence. More disturbing is the evidence suggesting two girls lived here before. What happened to them? Why will the Mackenzies not talk about them? As the walls close in around her, Una fears she'll end up just like the other girls. Uh, and uh, yeah, I thought it was really, it was really well done. It was quite different to other books. It certainly had the twists and turns. It keeps you sort of on edge. Um, you'd know you know that something is wrong. So you've got that tension running through the book, but you just don't know what exactly it was. And you keep thinking, oh, gosh, it, this person is the problem or that person. So it gave you lots of options to to, to sort of lay the blame on, which, which was good. There's a bit of a change partway through that I just thought, oh, gosh, that was strange and unexpected. Um and maybe I quite didn't quite enjoy that as much, but I stayed with it and I'm so glad I did because, I yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's quite different um, and uh, you, you just don't know sort of who to trust. So if you're into thrillers, as most of us are, I think, um, but maybe feel you've read a bit too many that are the same or very similar, then you could find this quite, quite different. Uh, it kept me turning the pages and, and I did find it chilling. I did find that sort of level of suspense going through it. So, yes, Just Like the Other Girls by Claire Douglas. Now, the next book is quite different. So this one is called The Switch by Beth O'Leary that actually I listened to on audiobook. And I really love that because it's got the, the different voices and really, really well acted, which added to it rather than taking away, which is so good. Um, so uh, the the author Beth O'Leary wrote The Flat Share, which a lot of people absolutely loved. Um, and this is her next one. And let me read you the blurb for this. Lena is too young to feel stuck. Eileen is too old to start over. Maybe it's time for the switch. Ordered to take a two month sabbatical after blowing a big presentation at work, Lena escapes to her grandmother Eileen's house for some overdue rest. Newly single and about to turn 80, Eileen would like a second chance at love. But her tiny Yorkshire village doesn't offer many eligible gentlemen, so Lena proposes a solution, a two-month swap. Eileen can live in London and look for love, and Lena will look, at everything in, look after everything in rural Yorkshire. But with a rabble of unruly OAPs to contend with, as well as the annoyingly perfect and distractingly handsome local schoolteacher, Lena learns that switching lives isn't straightforward. Back in London, Eileen is a huge hit with her new neighbours and with the online dating scene. But is her perfect match nearer to home than she first thought? Um, now, OK, let, let's face it, it's fairly predictable. If you were given that premise and you had to write a book based on it, you know, I think you could imagine some of the issues that would come up and some of the items that, that the book would deal with. It's not it's not a thriller. It's not suspense, but it doesn't make itself out to be. But it is a nice, refreshing change in between all the murders and hacking and scariness of some of the other books. Um, it wasn't it wasn't super predictable at all. So I wasn't thinking, oh, this is just boring. I don't want to even listen to this. I did. Uh, I did enjoy it. It was a nice, light, enjoyable story. Get you away from 
some of the gloom and, and grimness of the other books. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was a, a nice change to have. So that was The Switch by Beth O'Leary. I think if you're not into Uplit at all, um, if you didn't like the flat share or any of that ilk, then you may not enjoy it. But um, if you did, then I, th I certainly think it's worth having a look at. And if audiobooks are your thing, then it would be a good one because um, it's got some some really good characterization in it. Well, there's a, there's a big word. Well done, Philippa. Characterization. There you go. Uh, right. Next book is Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi. Um, everyone's been talking about this for some time. Well, not everyone. I'm sure I could find somebody who hasn't talked about it, but I've seen a lot of chat about it. So, of course, I got it, put it on the bookshelf. And haven't picked it up. So again, this is another one that I thought, right, no, I will, let's read this. Um, it's got a lovely cover on it of just two chairs and a table with some cups of coffee on and a, and a cat. Um, and it's quite a short book. Well, it's not a novella, but it's a shorter one than some. It's about 210 pages. Um, and uh, let's, let me read you the blurb if you haven't heard about it. In a small uh, back alley in Tokyo, there is a cafe which has been serving carefully brewed coffee for more than a hundred years. But this coffee shop offers its customers a unique experience. It offers the chance to travel back in time. In Before the Coffee Gets Cold, we meet four visitors, each of whom is hoping to make use of the cafe's time travelling offer in order to confront the lover who left them, receive a letter from their husband whose memory has begun to fade, see their sister one last time and meet the daughter they never got the chance to know. But the journey into the past does not come without risks. Customers must sit in a particular seat, they cannot leave the cafe, and finally they must return to the present before the coffee gets cold. Toshikazu's Kawaguchi's beautiful, moving story explores the age-old question, what would you change if you could travel back in time? And more importantly, who would you want to meet maybe for one last time? I had really high hopes for this because people have been raving about it. It's a short book, so I thought, that's great. I like the concept of it. I thought it'd be very thought provoking. And it was it was fine, but it didn't grip me. And I was quite glad when I'd finished it. Is that a terrible thing to say? Um, I think maybe I just wasn't gripped. It wasn't the day for me to, to read the book um, because for it to get all these very positive reviews, then there must be something really good about it. I It just didn't grip me in the way I had thought it would. The setup in my mind was that, wow, this is really going to resonate with me and be thought provoking and I'm going to love these characters. And I just didn't get immersed into it as much as I would like to. Um, but let me know what, you, what you've been able to do with this book um, and whether it really hooked you or not. So, yes, let me know about that one. Now, final book. And this is a real book for the grown ups. This is quite a different one. This isn't a book that you can just whip through. This is one to sort of hold on to. And I think just read a bit of a time and dwell in it. It's called Underland by Robert McFarlane. Um, and the blurb is that in Underland, Robert McFarlane takes us on a journey into the worlds beneath our feet, from the ice blue depths of Greenland's glaciers to the underground networks by which trees communicate, from Bronze Age burial chambers to the rock art of remote Arctic sea caves. This is a deep time voyage into the planet's past and future, global in its geography, 
gripping in its voice and haunting in its implications. Underland is a work of huge range and power and a remarkable new chapter in Macfarlane's long-term exploration of landscape and the human heart. Well, yes, that does sound a little bit sort of serious and, and deep. And it and it is. It's 460 pages. The font is quite small. Um, and it's one, I think it's one to have on your on your coffee table to show. I would certainly have it out and say, oh, look at me reading this very articulate and intelligent book. Um, the cover is extraordinary. Um, uh, this picture of sort of an avenue of trees curling right over and different orange yellow colours um, in there. It, it's really, it is a bit of an epic and it's um, non-fiction. So as I say, it's something that I certainly wouldn't want to read all in one go um, and I would need time to really dwell in it. But in terms of picking it up and reading a few pages or even a, a, a whole chapter at a time, then I could do that and then go back to it. It's um, it, it's a lovely, beautiful book. It's not one that there's, there's no, you know, whodunits in, in this. Um, there's no, oh my goodness, someone's coming at you with a dagger. It's completely different. And sometimes that's good. Um, so that is Underland by Robert McFarlane. So there we go. Those are all the books. Now we need to talk to Louise. So just to remind you, um, if you're interested in ordering the My Chronicle book box, then you can go online and you can use the code, the wonderful code to get you 10% off your first order. You put in the code QUICK10. Uh, I think I've said that enough. I won't say it again. Well, I probably will actually knowing me, but there you go. Um, the website is mychronicalbookbox.com. She's on Twitter as well. Um, and uh, I really recommend you having a look at it. See what you think um, if you like the idea of a book box. If you don't like the idea of a book box and you don't like the idea of getting a book sent each month, then it is definitely not for you. Um, but I just thought it's worth exploring it. It's something a bit different. So let's talk to Louise. So, Louise, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's very good to be here. Thank you. And I just love the, the book box, the My Chronicle book box. I mean, I've tried quite a few different ones um, and I. I just thought it was brilliant. It's just the sort of books that I want to read. Um, some really nice surprises in there as well as like Christmas. How how did you get started on all of this? Um, well, um, it was about three years ago. We've just celebrated our third anniversary as it happened. Several things came together um, at the same time. I'd seen book boxes that were out there, but none of them were quite tailored to what I would mm. have in a box. Mm. So anyway, that, that little idea just sort of stayed with me for a little while that, you know, there weren't book boxes necessarily tailored to me. Um, I was working in a completely different job at the time um, and I always fancied working for myself. Um, so these things just sort of kept sort of rolling together until I got to the point where I thought, you know what, I could actually, maybe I should try and do my own book box and see where I go. So I started it on top of my day job. Um, and well, other people seemed to like it too. Um, sales increased until the point I thought, you know what, I think I could probably actually make a go of this um, at, instead of my day job as, as a full-time job. Um, we were featured in the Independent in one of the top 
um, their top 12 book boxes um, at, at the time. And that, that right. just sort of gave me the extra confidence to say, do you know, yeah. what? I'm actually going to go and do this. And you started because you've got a couple of different options now, this sort of quarterly and monthly. So did you always have that from the very beginning or? What? No, I started with the quarterly boxes because right. I was doing it on top of the day job. Okay. Getting out one box every three months was about what I could sort of manage quite, quite, quite easily. Yeah. Um, so that's where we started from and then about a year ago I started the monthly box because that's what I'd always wanted to do yes. um, was was the monthly so we got to the point where where yes we launched the monthly the crime box a monthly crime one wonderful um, so you've got the, so ev the options are a monthly crime or a quarterly crime or a quarterly sci-fi fantasy so that's right different yes. options fantastic and yes. so say I'm a crime fan as I am what would be the difference between me going for the monthly or the quarterly give, give me an idea in the monthly we always do hardbacks they're always signed first editions mm. so that's sort of what we say about that in the quarterly box you get three books um, usually two hardbacks and a paperback very occasionally it could be a hardback and two paperbacks um, and a similar amount of goodies in each in each box but yes the quarterly ones um we were sometimes like you know, then um yeah sort of two hardbacks and a paperback so it's not quite as, as with the monthly when you're guaranteed a hardback every time yes so presumably the monthly one they're quite new books then sometimes just out as well yes yes um brand new books as it happens in august we sent the books out ever so slightly later than usual because the book was actually published on the 20th of august and oh, the publisher gosh. didn't want us to send it out in ahead <laughs> no, of that of <laughs> so, so how, to... how do you um, choose which book you're going to how do you oh, decide which book to include with, with great difficulty <laughs> I, mean, I, I i read them all best part of my job um um, so yes, I look through the publisher schedules and um, people recommend books to me. I read them and then I think about which will fit best. And obviously we then have to ask whether their signed books will be available, whether the author can give us a, you know, can write us a letter uh, mm. and things. And assuming that that can go ahead, then yes, I just sort of choose, well, I choose my favourites really, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> I, do, I do occasionally have to think about the budget. <laughs> yes yes but, um, but no mostly it's, it's just books I've really enjoyed reading and, and want to share so how far in advance do you choose which books you feature um usually I'm usually about three to four months ahead mm -hmm. um the publishers send me out very early proof copies so that I can have a read um in plenty of time so that gives them plenty of time then to organize the the, the signatures and the signed books and all that kind of thing yes yeah. oh super and how do you decide what extras you you're, you're going to put in because that's well a fun the book thing. the book dictates to a certain extent we try to theme them to what's in the books so so having read that sometimes things just sort of jump out at me mm. um so in the july box we had the it was a london commute theme because that was the theme of the book um they were they were commuters on a river bus in actual fact aren't they um yeah. and so we had a travel mug because whenever i go anywhere i've always got my coffee and my travel mug so it just tied in nicely absolutely yes i just think it's great because yes we all love the books but it's wonderful to have these extras in the box 
and, uh, I do. I, I do get a bit excited about the author signatures and when, when, when those letters come in. And obviously, I'm the first person to read that letter, so I always feel like they're writing to me. And I hope every other subscriber who opens the box feels like they're writing personally to them. So it, it, it is. I, I, I love that aspect. And obviously, we've got lots of podcast listeners in the UK, but we've got global ones as well. Do you only ship to the UK or is it possible to get your box elsewhere? We do ship worldwide. We right. ship to Australia, South Africa, quite a distance. Yes. <laughs> it's quite global. I'm, I'm always, I'm always, it's lovely to see how far our, our book boxes go. It's wonderful because you see some of, uh, the US box at book box collection, certainly sort of the fantasy ones coming over, being posted to the UK, and then your box is going over to the US. It's yeah. just you know, have have box will travel. It's uh, yeah. it's great. Very much. So, um, how does it work in terms of dates? Sort of when do you have to sign up to get that month's box? What what? How does it work? Um, it can depend a little bit on the month, as in how many boxes I've made. If I've if I've judged it well and there are enough left we can keep them open for a bit longer but the payment date is the first of the month right so to be sure of a box for september um then sort of by the first of september yeah um, it is sort of a, a, a cutoff and likewise then for october as long as you're in by the first of october signed up you, you know you're you're okay yes. and do you ever run out i mean how yes yeah oh do <laughs> I not not for a while I'm getting better at judging um but um sometimes we we've gone back to the pubber and said um things are going really well have you got any more signed books and they 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 are generally they they've been able to um, to help with with this lot sort of launching of the new monthly box sort of last October I was I was a bit surprised <laughs> just how quickly it took off yeah. so there were there were a couple of months where it was a bit I was a bit oh my goodness we're actually we're almost sold out you know but, oh, um, it's wonderful, though. Yes, I, I do try to to anticipate what where where we're going to be. I, I like to have, you know, a few extras if yes, rather than than selling out completely too early. And has lockdown affected the the business, the demand? What what what? Yes, happened? it's oh, it's affected all sorts of different things. Um, in terms of demand, we had a lot more. We had suddenly had a lot of gift orders. Um, people wanting to gift boxes yes. to people that they couldn't physically get to and obviously we could just send them straight there we do a right. gift card so it was a all-inclusive package that they could send so we did have a, a, a little bit of a boost there but then we had difficulty the publishers suffered <laughs> a lot yeah. um so you know it was then organizing i mean we're still struggling we're not struggling but it's still um getting books signed it's just a very different process now mm. it takes longer there's a lot more logistical things needed um changes in the way they are they've been doing things um obviously i have three children so when schools were locked down i'm then homeschooling three three children no. three girls um while trying to manage all the book box stuff as well which is all sort of changing so yes, so yes it's been tough but i think we've just about kept on top of things um and you know it's it's great Oh, it's super. So you mentioned this gift option. Is uh, Does that still apply? It wasn't just something you offered during lockdown. You can do it at any point. Yes. because So you can you can subscribe sort of an ongoing subscription that renews every month um, or you can you can gift. So you can gift one, three, six or 12 months in advance. So so people 
people like to do that as well they're sending it to, uh, as, a, as a gift and I says we, we include a, a gift card which explains what they've been gifted and therefore you know what boxes they can look forward to in the future yeah. and, and then we include a customized message as well from the person oh that's wonderful so let's talk prices then at this point i mean you know always subject to change but yes. so the monthly gift box just remind me how much that one costs 25 pounds a month and that and includes the, the delivery in the uk right so 25 pounds gosh it's very reasonable we'll get you a, a signed hardback yeah. book um usually very very recently if not just published um, something from the author as well. Yeah. Some some goodies. Um, wow, that's that, that's very good value. So that's the monthly crime option. Yes. And then if you go for the quarterly box, what are the charges there? That's forty eight pounds. Forty eight pounds. So a quarter. So, Yes, yeah, so you don't have to pay forty-eight pounds a month. It's forty-eight pounds. No. <laughs> yes, yeah. a, a quarter. That would that would get you a huge box. Of that would that would be huge. <laughs> but yes, but I mean, we we do. Um, people can pay for that monthly, which does get a bit confusing between the monthly box and a quarterly oh, box. I you can see. pay for monthly, but you can spread the payments. The forty-eight pounds, you can spread it so you pay each month. Oh, that's good. So whichever way your budget works, you can. Uh, yes, you can. Yeah get that ordered super but my question is are you a bit of a secret because i have done some extensive book box research and it was only there was a, a picture on twitter of your of your box and i i was like hang on a minute <laughs> i haven't heard of this this looks like the most appropriate box for me i want it immediately how do people get to hear about you I, a lot of it is word of mouth. We are still small. I don't have a big advertising budget. So yes, you yeah. don't see us splashed all over the place. Yeah. So we have been in the national press, yeah. which was a you know brilliant boost for yeah. us. But um but yes, a lot of it is on recommendations. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you see people searching for all, all book boxes. We do have some wonderful um sort of um reviewers as well. Um, people who, who who find us and 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 help us spread the word oh, that's fantastic it's uh great for more people to know about it so what are your plans now apart from world domination with book boxes <laughs> well it's it's just to keep growing to reach more people to to reach more authors for well thank you so much for your time today um it's just been welcome. fascinating to hear how you got started and, and all that you do and uh, Oh, it's always lovely to talk about books and book boxes. <laughs> so thank you. I will just look forward to more book boxes each month. It's great. No, thanks, Louise. Thanks for your time. Thank you. So that was wonderful. And I mustn't forget to repeat the fact that you can get a discount code off your first box order. If you put in the code QUICK10, uh, you will get 10% off the first box. So very good. Remember that QUICK10 should get you 10% off the first box. I think we've covered an awful lot. Let's just recap these wonderful books. We've done, what have we done? Angela Marson's Bloodlines, Goodbye Perfect, Sarah Barnard, Claire Douglas, Just Like the Other Girls, The Silent Daughter, Emma Christie, The Switch, Beth O'Leary, Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshi Kazu Kawaguchi, and Underland by Robert McFarlane. Wow. And I, I know you're expecting me to say this, but I really do have to give a bit of a drum roll for next week. We have got some amazing, amazing books. Can't wait for you to hear next week. Actually, can't wait to do next week 
and record next week and for you to hear it. There's a few things I need to do first before you can hear it, honestly, Philippa. But no, it's it's going to be a cracker. It really is. So uh, see how you get on. Let me know if you've enjoyed any of those books, what you've been reading. And we'll talk again very soon. Take care now. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.